today we are joined with um, Kathleen Donnelly. Um, Kathleen has kindly offered to be part of our podcast series, um, chatting to her about her life in COVID-19 with her family. Um, Kathleen's daughter, Annie, is a, a service user with Vision Sports and with NCBI um, and is also a big sister to Bill. So um, thank you very much, Kathleen, for joining our chat today. Um, How are you? I'm good, thank you. And I likewise, I hope you and your family are keeping well during this time. We are. We are keeping well and in a completely new routine, but all is good. Good, 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 good. Well, I suppose that we may as well start at the beginning and I suppose just to ask you how you and your family got involved with, with Vision Sports. OK, well, Vision Sports happened for us back in May of 2017. We were asked to attend Mayfest in Dublin. Um, we didn't really know much about it. We just knew it was a common try day for adults and children with a visual impairment. So I went along with Annie and Bill. My husband wasn't able to come. And my God, the day just changed our lives. Um, Annie was able to participate in blind football, blind golf. She ran a lap of the athletics track with Jason Smith. She was then asked to go on the back of a tandem and she did a few laps. That day was the first day Annie was able to participate in sport. And she was um, only eight, was she, at that point? Yeah, she was only eight. Wow. Okay. Um, up to that, she would be doing, you know, a little bit of sport here and there with the school, but it would be very guarded because they have to be careful, obviously, you know, with balls and stuff Annie can't see coming towards her. Whereas that day in Mayfest, everything was just perfect because it was geared towards visual impairment. So... Yeah say the football had the ball with the bell which we never heard of or saw before so the ball rolls towards Annie but the bell is making noise she, she knows what what direction it's coming from and she's able to move towards it and hit it or kick it sorry yeah um that day on the running track Jason Smith took herself and Bill off for a lap it was like he knew them all his life he just made it so easy for her and for myself and Eamon you know when I told Eamon about that it was unreal that she would run on an athletics track and then the tandem, somebody asked her to get up on the back of a tandem and off she went and did a few laps and the child was exhausted by the end of it, but beaming. I have never, ever seen her smile so much and I still remember it to this day. That's a fabulous memory and a fabulous mm -hmm. introduction for, for Annie. I'm delighted to, to hear that it was so, so positive for her. Yeah. It's obviously continued to be a key part in her life. So... Tell us, um, what kind of sports does she particularly like to be involved in? Well, after Mayfest, um, Eamon was kindly offered the use of a tandem, which we still have. So himself and Annie started tandem cycling. And in the beginning, it was just smart, short little spins, you know, around the area where we lived down in Horse and Jockey. And then he realised that Annie was, you know, she was getting fitter and she was getting fitter. So we went from May 2017 from Annie never having been on a bike, roll forward to I think it was September 2017 where Annie completed a 60k charity cycle with Dad as the pilot for NCBI. Wow, fabulous. Yeah. And then a couple of weeks later, she was asked to would she like to try swimming lessons with Vision Sports? And again, we had tried swimming at home, but it didn't work no, through no fault of the instructor at home. It, the instructor just, I suppose, wasn't able to get the message across to Annie. Um, so we started every Friday going to Dublin for swimming lessons. And we met Frank, who's the coach. And within a couple of weeks, he had Annie's swimming lengths in the Markovich Pool in City Centre in Dublin. 
That's a huge accomplishment, fair play to her. Yeah, and to this day, she loves swimming and she loves tandem cycling. They would be her two big things. Um, she does horse riding. Well, she used to do horse riding before lockdown. Um, she does that here at home with her brother. Again, she enjoys that. And she's also part of the blind football, the training squad that meet up in Cork maybe once a month. So she enjoys that as well. And they would be her sports. And would you describe her as quite competitive? She is definitely competitive. She is her father's daughter, without a doubt. <laughs> without a doubt. Um, last year, from Mayfest last year, Frank set her a challenge in the swimming pool in Trinity. He said, Annie, started off as maybe a little joke, but Annie, like you don't joke with Annie when you set her a challenge. So the girl sat, swam 120 lengths in the pool in Trinity College. That was her challenge. And I was at one end and Anna Eamon was at the other end for the last 20 lengths because she was slowing down and we told her to get out, but no way. And that will prove what she is like. If she's That's able enough. to do it, she will do it. Huge determination, fair play to her. Huge determination. And even when it comes to like her cycles, like she's done nearly four charity cycles, like she's not doing them to, they're not races, they're just cycles, but she's competitive in that. She loves being at the start line with all the other cyclists. Like, you know, there would be some tandems with the majority or not, but she's part of the buzz. She's part of the, the, the quick start. And then she's at the end, she gets her medal and her certificate like the other participants do. So in her way, she's competing in a race and that's the way she looks at it. That's right. That's right. Mm. But it's fabulous to hear how much she has embraced it and it's become such a part of her life. And I suppose... Connected with that, as you know, Vision Sports joined uh, yes. officially with NCBI earlier this year. Um, but has Annie been in part engaged in other parts of NCBI throughout her life? Yeah, from Annie was diagnosed when she was 12 months old with her condition, achromatopsia. And from then on, like Annie was registered with NCBI and they've been a constant support to Annie and obviously to us as a family. So from when she was maybe four or five, she started going to Limerick for workshops, which were called um, independent living and skills. So she started off doing simple things like, you know, being shown around, the, you know, the kitchen and pouring a glass of water and having her finger on the top of the glass so she'd know when the water was filling, you know, just things that other children can do very easily. But for Annie, she had to be shown. Um, she would be sh she was shown how to make a sandwich. Then Caroline would take her over to the train station in Limerick and she was shown how to board a train safely with the steps and again around the corner to the bus station, how to go up and down the steps of the bus. So those workshops have been invaluable to Annie in that they give her a good start, if you know what I mean. She had to learn things and she had to learn them properly and the way to do them properly. Yes, and I suppose she was given the, the time and the space to... The time and the space. And she was in the right environment as well. And like Caroline and the other staff of NCBI were able to show her properly, you know, and yes. how to do it. Yeah. Um, NCBI then, obviously, last year she took part in Campabilities, which is the residential sports camp. Um, she loved that. She was down in Tralee for four, stayed over for four nights. Again, she did loads of new sports like rock climbing, canoeing, goalball. She actually was let shown sorry and let cycle a bike on her own for a couple of minutes and again that was huge for her and um, she met a load of new friends through camp abilities some of who are actually part of her swimming gang on a friday night so it, you know being involved with vision sports and ncbi 
there's an overlap with her friends too, which is great because she's meeting them at all different little events. Yeah, and I suppose it, it's building up her confidence and it's building up her um, social skills and, and friendships with children who are probably in a similar situation to her, which is very reassuring, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. And, and it, I always said from the beginning that it was important that Annie meets up with children who are visually impaired as well. You know, it's it's Annie goes to mainstream school and that is fantastic. But she's also has friends that are visually impaired and swim with her and do all this other sports with her. And I think it's both that she's involved with 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 both sides, if you know what I mean. Yes, yes, exactly. Exactly. And I suppose if there's any um, other parents listening to this who do have a child with a, a visual impairment, is there any advice you'd like to give them now that you've obviously been on this journey probably a little longer than they have? Well, the day Annie was diagnosed, um, Annie's consultant at the time, who was Professor Michael O'Keefe, he gave me the following words and he said, Kathleen, do not wrap Annie in, co- in cotton wool. And that's what I don't do. From the very beginning, Annie is let try or do whatever she wants. If she falls, basically, she gets back up again, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I'm trying to give her every opportunity possible that other kids would have, that fully sighted children would have. And I don't believe that she shouldn't be allowed to try things just because her sight isn't as good as others. So what I would say to other parents, if your child isn't doing sports, there's loads of opportunities out there, true vision sports. Now, OK, we have to travel, but that doesn't matter to me. Annie is 11, extremely confident now because of the sport she's able to do. And she's able to talk to her friends about her sports like they would talk about camogie and what they do locally, but Annie can talk about her swimming in Dublin on a Friday evening, which is great too. So all I would say is just go for it and give them the chances that are there and the opportunities are there with Vision Sports and NCBI. Fair point, because I suppose it, it, it's that kind of honest input from, from uh, one parent to another is, is really invaluable um, to, to know other people have, have walked in your shoes, basically. Yeah, and we have since our journey with sports started I suppose we've met I've met an awful lot of other parents who have given me advice whose children are older and they've given me advice and they're advising me what route to go down with Annie as regards sports so for me as well and for him and for us meeting other parents of visually impaired it's hugely important that's yes definitely and the other thing I've always done with Annie is I'm honest with her if she says to me, Mammy, why don't my eyes work right? Why can't I see far and th- far away? I, I don't, you know, I don't sugarcoat it. I just say to her, Annie, that's just the way your eyes are. And we work around it and you have other talents and you can do other things. So I've always been honest with her. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm, and I'm sure that's a, a key factor as well, just to um, keep those lines of communication as honest exactly. as possible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I suppose... We've all, we've all had to be honest with our own children around COVID-19 mm. um, because we're all going through an unprecedented time of, of lockdown at the minute. So to what extent has it impacted on, on your lives in Tipperary? Well, from the day I brought them home from school on the 12th of March, when I had to explain to Annie and Bill that they couldn't see their friends, I suppose that is the, that was the hardest thing, that they couldn't meet their friends. So we just had to get into, you know, we had to get into the homeschooling routine and because then, you know, Annie wasn't going swimming or she's not going on, she wasn't going on the long cycles with dad. And even for Bill, he couldn't go. He had no hurling or rugby or whatever. We just, we got into a little routine at home where we, you know, we're active outside. And it's, it's, 
every day is different. It could be one day, it could be just on the trampoline. Another day, it could be playing the football with the bell. It could be chasing the dogs. Um, Alex from Vision Sports had a challenge up there on Facebook a couple of weeks ago of blind bowling, which we did. So every day we're outside trying to do different things. And I suppose just trying to make the days active and interesting for them. And to be fair, that can be a challenge. Um, yes. Hopefully we're, we're coming out the other end at the mm. minute, but um, I, I can really say that the challenge that has been. And I suppose from a, a school perspective, Annie, of course, has supports in, in school and yeah. with school shut so quickly, um, is she missing out on some of the supports, either um, in the SNA or just even other resources that are physically available in the school that she wasn't able to get her hands on? No, we were very lucky in that Annie uses, has been using a laptop for the last three years and the laptop comes home with her every day after school because she does her homework on the laptop. So the laptop came home with her and okay. then within a week we were contacted by the school to go and collect all of the children's books. So I was able to get all of Annie's large print books. So the the homework is emailed by, the, by um, Annie's teacher Shane and for her English geography and history, her books are on Daisy on her laptop, which she can access. Um, she types her answers. And then for her maths, we use large print books and she does her, writes her answers into the books. So I'm very lucky in that we have everything. Um, Annie's visiting teacher, Connor, was in contact at the very start just to say if we needed anything, but so far we're going okay. Great, great. Because I, I know there, there has been some challenges for some yeah. families in trying yeah. to to some of the supports that they um, would physically have in the school and, and don't have actually in the, in their home. Um, and, and that has caused some some challenges. So I'm delighted to hear um, that hasn't been your situation. No, for Annie, everything is on her laptop and she's been using it so so long now. You know, she's she's well confident at using it. So, no, we're, we're lucky. Good, good. And I suppose uh, now as we look forward to the, the summer nearly on us and the restrictions slightly being eased, um, are there any particular things that you as a family are really looking forward to doing? Well, well, I, I know next week, I suppose the two kids are just looking forward to meeting their friends for an hour or two outside um, with the, the social distance rule in. But um, when the 20K is lifted, I suppose as family, we're looking forward to meeting other family members who are in Dublin who we haven't seen now for quite some time. Um, Annie is looking forward to swimming whenever that may be. We don't know. But in the meantime, like once the, the travel restriction is listed as well, Eamon and herself will, you know, they'll start doing longer tandem spins and that will get her back into the swing of things. And the other thing that we really miss as a family, I suppose, is just like any other family going out for food or going out for dinner, or going for a pizza, little things like that. Yes, exactly. Yeah, no, everybody can relate to that situation. Yeah. <laughs> I've just been able to um, spontaneously just, just nip out um, yeah. and be go further than the the current two kilometers or five exactly kilometers. yeah so um i can appreciate that one um so listen thanks very much kathleen for giving us a quick um whistle stop tour of life with very energetic annie um, <laughs> it's great to hear how much she's benefited from um the sports on offer through vision sports and ncbi unfortunately as you know the camp abilities course was cancelled this year due to covid19 um, and hopefully it could it'll happen by before the year is out. But if not, it'll definitely happen in 2021. Well, she'll definitely be there whenever it is rescheduled for. I guarantee you that. Good. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad. Well, listen, thanks very much for your time. And no we'll bother, talk. June. Thanks for chatting. Take care. Bye bye. Thank you.